I guess we're live, huh? What's so funny? <laughs> you just pulled the pin on the grenade. <laughs> Josh thinks it's funny. Oh, good God. Yeah, good God is right. <laughs> Shoot. Sorry we're running late. Some technical difficulties on Josh's part. No, no, no. Really, we're going to blame Gus on that one, aren't we? I don't know. I don't think we're going to blame Gus. Yes, we are. He had us good to go in plenty of time. I think it was. I think it will blame me. <laughs> I'm sitting down low again, Josh. You got that low chair. Rex is going to give me hell about that here in a minute. There we go. Well, I'm a little good. taller than you, Josh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we'll, t- we'll take it. Oh, uh, yeah. He just there. goes live. And, yeah, there was no. The door was open, man. I had to go close it. We didn't have background noise going in here. <laughs> hey, sorry we're running late today. We couldn't get logged in, but we're logged in now, ready to go. Fired up. Hey, this call in show 316 462 3673. I don't know why, Josh, but that whiteboard is driving yeah, me nuts. Yeah, I was, uh, was going to move that too. And I didn't really. In the background, driving me nuts. But anyway, it is what it is. Sorry we're running behind and everything else too, but uh, just a little technical difficulties, password issues. How about that? Yeah. We are we are well protected in the password category. Oh, no, place. we are we are vaulted <laughs> protected in the password situation in this door. But so yes, anyway. thank you for all you do. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, three one six four six two three six seven three. Anything alien car tires brakes batteries anything you want to talk about in the automobile world. Love to hear from you. And as always, you get a great price package. Only show I know you get paid to call in on and josh is always what's in that package buddy uh so we're going to mail it out to you but it's going to consist of the works which is an oil change and tire rotation uh we use motorcraft oil and filter products here at mel hamilton ford while we're completing that we're also going to complete a multi-point inspection on your vehicle checking over the brakes tires steering suspension all the safety related items uh for that vehicle just making sure that it's ready to go for that next five thousand miles of driving You'll also receive yourself $10 to Mel's Diner saying get yourself something to eat and drink while you're here with us at the big corner. Complete nitrogen for your tires so you get all the great benefits that nitrogen has to offer. And then a BG products package which consists of a can of MOA or motor oil additive for your engine oil and then CF5 for your fuel system. Again, just getting that vehicle geared up and ready to go for that next 5,000 miles of driving. All right, 316-462-3673. Uh, is the number that number will dial you right in the front desk here at the dealership. Let them know you can get patched in the podcast with your question, and uh, we'll get things fired off here this morning. 316 462 3673. All right, Josh, it's a bit uh, first thing I want to talk about because we haven't talked a lot about things going on in the, in the world yet with our Black Friday sale. And uh, it's, uh, we're a little bit behind on the edge just because we've got so many irons and fire, so many things yeah. going on. The other day we popped up and said, oh, my God, we're not even putting ads at. So the event is on Facebook. If you haven't been out here for our Black Friday sale, it is second to none. Uh, other people have tried to copy it and just can't do it, but that's okay. But to, we have a great time. We've got 10 cars, and it's amazing, Josh. My, this time, uh, years past, we were scrambling to find these cars, but we got them. I, you know, I will say that uh, I think this has been the first year – that we were as prepared sooner than ever before. Oh, I think so too. Uh, so. For sure. And, so, you know, I do being that selective in those cars, I think we have a great group of cars as well. And for those of you that don't know about our Black Friday sale, you got to be in line out here no later than seven, but I would be in line about 645 if I was you. We're going to hand everybody a number. Let's back up. We got to back up to Wednesday evening. Mm-hmm. We're going to bring out 10 cars. And every one of these 10 cars has been through our shop. And so they got safety-wise, they're in perfect shape. They've got great tires on it, great brakes. They've got many, many miles of miles left in these cars. So they've been through the shop. They've been through the detail shop. Uh, 
dialed up, ready to go. And we start these cars Wednesday night. We'll bring them out on display so you can see them. But the first car we're going to bring out is 99 bucks. Okay. And we go all the way to $999. And it drove to the spot that it's going to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and we'll drive many have, more miles after that. And I'm going to tell you, I'm, usually it's pretty easy for me to kind of lay these cars out. But since we started so early picking these cars. Yeah. It's going to be hard this year for me to actually sit down and figure out what prices is what cars. Because I'm telling you, these are all great cars. So anyway, everybody stands in line. We used to have people camping out a week before, and we just hated that part yeah. of it. So we went to putting numbers in. So you got to be in line by 7 a.m., and that line will be long. It is every year. We we're looking at footage just, just yesterday of the previous years and stuff for the ad and stuff we want to put out there. But uh, we'll start at 7 o'clock at the back of the line and hand everybody a number. Everybody will come up close to hand. Lisa will have the bucket full of all the numbers, and we'll start drawing numbers and see who the lucky 10 are. Yep. And uh, but you don't want to be late if you're 701, you're not going to get a number, so you got to be in line ready to go. <clears throat> and then after the fact, then we bring everybody in, and Lisa's got all kinds of prizes and drawings and everything else from that part. And then as the, as the day progresses, we will have prizes for people as they bought cars and stuff like that throughout the day. It's just the greatest place on earth to be for Black Friday. And Josh, we haven't even talked about what's going on in service, but I know there's some tire specials and stuff for Black Friday. I think yep. that's already even started. Though, yeah, so it? it kicks off actually Monday, uh, but it'll be uh, $100 off a set of four tires or 40,000 uh, Ford Pass reward points. So it's almost double uh, if you take it back in the Ford Pass reward points uh, for that. And, you know, for a set of tires, that's huge. Uh, as well, not to mention the low price guarantee and the money you get back on the on the Ford Pass app as well. So, yep. So Black Friday, this is the place to be. I know a lot of places open up at midnight and stuff like that. So get that under your belt, and then make sure you're in line out here at the big corner no later. I'm telling you, six forty five, I'd be in line. Yeah. Get your heavy coat because it's supposed to be kind of chilly. Get your gloves, get your coats, get ready to stand in line for a little bit, and hopefully you'll be one of the ten and get a chance to pick up a super super cool card. I'm going to tell you guys. <clears throat> the minimum that I have in one of these cars, I already looked at it. The minimum is $4,000 that we have That's in crazy. these cars. Yeah. And we're going to sell one of them for 99 bucks. Yep. <clears throat> so anyway, Black Friday, right here is the place to be. Don't want to miss it. Come join us. Have fun. Jump on Facebook. The event is out there. Let us know you're coming. We'd love to see how many people are coming, that kind of stuff too. So uh, a lot of fun. So oh, well, anyway. we can plan ahead for sure. It's I cannot believe that Thanksgiving is... You know, now what is it? Two weeks away? A week away? Shoot, not even that yeah. far is it? I think it's a little less than two weeks away. So, a week and a half away. Yeah, that's absolutely crazy. Uh, of course, it is early this 12 year. Twelve days, Josh. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, right around the corner. We're already to to almost mid November. Got your turkey ready yet? Um, no, you, you don't. don't do, you don't do a turkey. I do. Either. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. I fry one every year. Oh, you fry it? Yeah, in the oil. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. I don't. Yeah, I tell burnish. Well, I mean. The biggest thing with that is like it's so much faster. You ain't got to get up at all hours in the morning and babysit it for hours on end. I don't know. I've a that's probably not the healthiest thing for you, but yeah, we ain't looking for healthy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think you go that day and worry about health too much. But well, yeah, yeah I get that too. The health part of that side of the coin, I get that too. But uh, you know, I'm gonna get out the uh, where I and you're right, getting up early. And so I've heard uh, I've heard of people uh, will smoke them. That's what I'm going to do. Are you? Okay. That's, I'm getting a picture here for you, Josh, so you can, from, uh, if I can find it. Just cut it, cut it, uh, break open the, the chest of it and lay it out flat now on I've the I've done that too. That's Have too you? much work. Yeah. God, oh my, getting in there, cutting that, cutting the backbone out of it and splitting it apart and everything yeah. else like that. God, it's just so much work. And I just, I, uh, 
I did it, but I don't think I'm going to do it again. And then well, I was watching a guy the other day. Was it do good? It. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, and I see, Josh, look at that thing. Look at here, everybody. Check out oop, that turkey. Look at that. And that's coming. Oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, I know we I mean, we fried turkeys here at the store. That's yeah. very good. Everybody's got different how you do yeah. it. So. But I agree with you. Time wise. Well, what is it? Ten minutes in that oil? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a uh, it's a uh, what is it? Two and three and a half minutes per pound. So, you know, an hour in the fryer on a on a good sized bird and, and it's done and then it just allows you to have the room in the kitchen for everything else and all that stuff so i get it uh, but, i get it yeah it's uh all all in what but i just can't just can't believe that we're talking about turkeys already you know for thanksgiving but that's okay yes the black friday sale is going to be big out here uh for sure so you definitely don't want to miss that and again it was just getting line at seven that's all you got to do show up yeah, show up, show and up and get you a number yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, real quick, too, is uh, while we're on the air here, another thing is big day today. It's a Veterans Day. So uh, thank you all who have served. Thank you all that have done everything you can to protect our country and all that kind of stuff. So this day is to honor you. And uh, I'd say is thank you very much. Yes, very, very much. Thank you so much. So anyway, so it's Turkey Day coming. We got that coming. Black Friday's coming. God, we got all kinds of stuff going. PRI's coming, Josh, because you don't, everybody don't know that's uh performance racing industry. It's the biggest show in Indianapolis. We are, this will be our fourth year i think yeah i think fourth year this will be our fourth year to have a booth there so if you racers are looking for something fun and exciting to do the first week of december uh we'll be there on at pri so another fun thing we're getting set up and getting ready to go for and uh you it's know a, is it thursday it's wednesday thursday well no it's the show is thursday friday and saturday yeah set up as yeah, wednesday thursday as friday wednesday. saturday here's your show at pri and i guess josh let's get something else off the table here real quick What's happening Tuesday in Hutchinson? We're going to be over there. Uh, Tuesday at 5 o'clock is the time to set up for the proposal. And for those of you who don't know, yes, we have put a proposal together to the fairgrounds to actually run the Hutch Fairgrounds racetrack. So uh, Tuesday at 5 o'clock is when it starts for the public to be there, and I'll be there to present the proposal that we've already given to the fair board. The fair board got our proposal on October 31st, uh, what we want to do. And I'm going to tell everybody we have put a good business plan together uh, to put this together, I've talked to many, many tracks all over the country, not just local, all over how they've run their tracks, what they do, <clears throat> dollars, expenses, all that kind of stuff, too, and how they do it. So uh, I'm just going to put it out there that if the fair board doesn't like my proposal, then something else is in the background I don't know about or whatever, because they should definitely accept our proposal for what I'm putting, what we've put there on the table uh, and what we want to go do with the racetrack and stuff like that, too. So we'll see what happens. We go Tuesday, and then they, they're going to take another week after that to vote on it, I guess. So we'll take another week before we find the find out the final notice. I wish we'd know right then and there. <clears throat> Tuesday, but yeah. that's not going to happen, everything else, too. So I'm sure they're going to have lots of questions and stuff with the proposal we put out there, too. So everyone that out there that wants to keep the fairgrounds racetrack running, we're there to support you. We're there to do it. But uh, in, in the second hand, too, you, those of you that uh, want to keep that track alive, I hope I see every one of you sitting in the seats. Yep. And every one of you racers that signed that petition and stuff, I sure hope your race cars are in the pits to support that track because uh, it's not going to be a lack of effort on my part uh, and Mel Hamilton Ford's part of putting that racetrack back together and, and making it a go. And, you know, the first couple races are going to be uh, exciting. We're, God, I can't even get that out of my throat. We're going to have a fun time over there. It's not just going to be racing. We're going to have fun things for everybody to do, uh, the kids, everything else from that part. And, uh, 
I'm going to tell you, it's going to be a fun time to be at the Hutchberry Grounds races. And uh, just so you know, right up out of the gate, we're going to run one race a month. I want to start in April. Uh, I'd like to start in, start in March, but that's all weather permitting yeah. on kind of where we're going to go. Run one race a month uh, going into September. Love to race in October again, which I think this year we could have raced in October. Heck, I'm not sure we couldn't have raced in November. I was going to say, yeah, this, uh, the way the weather's been this year, but it's just so such a – such a seasonal thing you know so we'll see uh how the you know again how weather permits what we will race and what we will do uh i'm looking at running some fridays and some saturdays we've got a tentative schedule put on the plate right now uh we're working with the local tracks around us so we're not on top of each other anything else like that too so it's uh it's going to be exciting next tuesday at five o'clock over at hutchinson to see what happens with the hutch fairgrounds racetrack and uh we've got a lot of things behind us and stuff like that too and i'm just going to put it out there again those of you who sign that petition and to keep the racetrack alive and use racers to sign that, I hope you're in the seats. I hope you're bring friends with you to pack those stands. And I hope that the racers, every one of your race cars is sitting in them pits to, to go race. And we're going to have some fun with that stuff too. And I'm going to tell you racers, I got some exciting stuff behind me on uh, what we've talked about, what we want to do on that side of the coin too, for the racers. So uh, let me tell you, grab a seat and let's go. <laughs> Very good. So, so anyway, what else, Josh? It's time to... Yeah, so one of the uh, things that I wanted to talk about this week was, uh, you know, definitely had some uh, days this week that fog was just huge, uh, super thick. Um, I thought it was kind of odd. Or Well, I mean, I get it. I understand why they did it. But uh, a couple of the school districts even uh, closed or uh, did a late start on Wednesday morning just because of the, you know, the previous two days and how thick the fog was and then i get up tuesday or wednesday morning and it was perfectly clear but so i was kind of giving my boys a little bit of crap about uh you know when i went to school they had school every day type (laughs) deal but uh yeah uh, anyways yes so uh where i guess i was headed with that is just the the amount of safety features that they put on these cars now and the headlight systems and stuff like that and dealing with uh just climate stuff i mean things that you don't even think of we had an instance uh this week where an individual uh you know had purchased a a a new vehicle and was really even unaware of all the systems that were even on the vehicle and what you know what they did and how they operated and you know the this hill start assist is something that i was i was thinking of and i mean i don't think a lot of people don't even know that that's a, a feature on their car and so just prevents the car from rolling backwards when you're on a hill and gives you time to get from the the brake to the gas and you know the the amount of um, uh, stuff that these manufacturers put on this uh, these vehicles to make it much more safer and uh, easier for a consumer to operate that vehicle. It's, it's crazy uh, when you think about some of this stuff. Also earlier in the week on Monday, I was driving a a customer's vehicle for a concern that they had. And I was heading down the road. We got a pretty, I don't know, a pretty bad intersection here, just uh, South of the dealership. Uh, I think it's people think that it should be a four-way stop from all ways, but it's not. It's just a two-way stop. And I was headed headed south, and uh, a car, you know, they pulled up and they stopped at the stop sign, but then they took right back off to to get across the street. And it was a like a Hyundai Santa Fe, so kind of like an SUV, like yeah. an escape size Santa Fe. And there was a Dodge Ram pickup that was heading north. And just, I mean, it was, couldn't have been any more square in the driver's door. Mm. And I bet, I mean, he had to have been going 
45, 50 mile an hour and hit that Santa Fe. And I mean, I, it was the whole thing was right in front of me. Uh, The whole thing was right in front of me. And I said, man, there is no way that that person in that Santa Fe is okay. And that car, you know, it spun around sideways and ended up rolling backwards and ended up kind of in the ditch on the other side. But person got out was perfectly fine. Like, I I mean, 10 years ago, that same incident would have happened with, uh, with, you know, some, uh, older technology, older vehicles, uh, they'd have been dead. Like, you know, and so, um, I was talking with an individual, um, that happens to be, so went to one of my son's basketball games and there's a couple of other kids on there and their dads are on the, on the fire department, uh, from the other team. And I was visiting with them and we were talking about the fog and they had responded to a couple of incidents, incidents that day because of the fog. And he's, we were talking about this exact same thing is that, you know, they'll pull up on a scene and just think that there's no way that somebody can't be, you know, either, either dead on arrival or going to be seriously injured and they just walk away, you know? Uh, you know, it's just like I was talking to a gentleman here earlier this week on the service on out here on the sales lot. And, um, he was here with his daughter, uh, high school age. She was driving a 16 escape and, uh, basically got in a hail storm and basically the amount of hail that's on that 16 escape, it totaled escape out. The insurance company's given them and given them the option of totaling it or option of getting them a check and keeping the car. Mm-hmm. And he was here, you know, driving the new escapes and edges and everything else to kind of see where he was at with his daughter and stuff like that too. And you see, I'm just leaning towards keeping the escape. The first thing I said to him, you know, you just think about it, 16 escape to a 23 escape, uh, just trying to compare apples to apples, uh, lots more safety features, a lot more safety in that car and everything else from a 16 to a 23 uh, from that part. You know, he said, you know what? I didn't think about that. And, you know, you, you're right. And you think about that. If that crash down there was in an older car, like you saw, ooh, I hate to guess. So anyway, Josh, you got something up on the screen over. You probably want to pull over. And talk. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> that's something we can, uh, we can look at for sure. And I just, uh, the amount of tech that they put in these vehicles, it's, And, you know, I don't, I just don't believe that, uh, the regular consumer, I think if you get that one there and then you do, uh, do entire screen, uh, share, and then it'll pulls it up over here and then you can click it on. There we go. go. Yep. Got it up there. So, okay. So what we got on the screen here, Josh, kind of go through this, but this is what's happened on today's cars and what's going there. I mean, while you're driving that, and so many of these features, you don't even know they're doing anything for you. Do yeah. you need them? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, the uh, you know, you think in this and the fog and the stuff that that we had the other day, uh, but the adaptive cruise where it's pacing a car in front of you, you've got the you know the lane keeping assistance that's keeping that car centered in the uh, centered in the uh, in the lane, the blind spot monitoring. So you know, if somebody's in your uh, in the other lane beside you and you look in your mirror and there's nothing there, but yet you got the little aimer indicator that says there are like, you know, you know, something's, something's going on. Again, this is just kind of a generic overview of some of the cameras and safety features that are, that are on here. I've got a a little bit of a, so I don't know if I, I tell this story or not. It's kind of funny for my, for my son, but it's also maybe questions my parenting ability a little bit. So parenting. I, yeah. ability. 
so one evening I'm, I'm headed home and, uh, uh, my boys are out in the, the drive playing basketball. Okay. So to, to start off with, to be fair, I wasn't really going to hit them, Oh, but I, thought about <laughs> it. but I thought about it. So I pulled in the driveway kind of, kind of quick at them, aiming at them. Well, the pedestrian <laughs> assistance took off and about threw me through the windshield <laughs> here i was going to try and scare the crap out of this and, you got, man, and that paybacks yeah, are and, terrible yeah. aren't they? and it ended up biting me in the ass <laughs> <laughs> so anyway that's the gray piece on uh-huh. the screen you yep. see there the pedestrian access so basically it's watching for those things and can actually detect that I mean, you got, uh, there are so many things, uh, as far as, uh, you know, you're backing out, uh, of your drive and you got cross traffic alert, you know, and it's detecting a vehicle coming for, for so long. Yeah. And I'm just like yesterday, I was downtown backing out of a parking stall. And if I was in a normal car without that backup camera, like we have and the assist, you know, not the assist, but the guidance for that, I mean, I could pit the thing in reverse and I know right when to back up and not cause an accident. And there's a couple of times I would have probably pulled out not knowing and got hit yeah because i wasn't paying you know but those cameras are so wide now uh, on the back there but anyway back to that gray part in there the pedestrian access that's what that camera's on all the time yeah and it's watching for that and it will basically if it sees something whatever it's gonna apply the brakes and pretty hard too right it it will stop the truck or vehicle or whatever it is but uh yeah he uh Still to this day, he will remind me of the time. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it was, it what, what that long terribly, ago, Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so then the next one close in is going to be the tan line, which is the so yeah red. So you got laser, a, yeah emer- emergency braking uh, on that. Um, you know, and again, that's uh, as as uh, same thing with kind of adaptive cruise control. You're pacing a vehicle in front of you, or the other thing is, you know, you you may not even have to have a cruise set on it and you're it's watching the 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 closing distance on you and whatever's in front of you yeah and if that it starts to become too great man you get all sorts i mean it depends on the the model and the make of the vehicle but you get all sorts of alerts or warnings to begin with and at that point it's pre-charging the brakes and getting those ready to go that pre-charge is what's amazing to me because if you do it just starts pre-charging that brake and then you hit that pedal guess what it's going to stop you but that pedal's hard yeah you got it's a much firm, firm it's ready to go pedal and this this the difference of that is pre-charging that is just i know it's just split seconds but that's feet yeah of saving you and everything else like that and the initial impact if you're going to have one or whatever it's slowing it down that much better to the impact nearest nearest hard and i think also when it's pre-charging it the amount of pedal effort that you input it amplifies to the yeah. amount of brake pressure that you know, is actually being applied to the system. So it's, it's on the, on the brakes much harder than, than normal operation. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, let's say you, you don't capture those warning signs or uh, aren't able to react to it fast enough. The vehicle in a lot of cases nowadays will, will do it for you. They'll actually apply the brakes for you. Well, to, that to happens to me when I'm back into my garage because my garage is, you know, if I'm no park just right deal, I'm back out and I'll say, well, God, you know, kind of, yeah. but you know what? It's, it's, it's reading that I'm close to the wall there yeah, and, uh, hits it. So now, and then we got the blue, which is the cameras. That's basically, I'm going to call that the 360 cameras. Right? Yeah. So it'll be part of the 360 cameras. That's also going to be doing, uh, a lot of your, um, you know, your speed limit recognition signs, uh, you know, now that, I'm tell you, I don't really like that. <laughs> so, you know, why? well, <laughs> yeah, so, so do explain. Well, so speed recognition is you're driving down the road 
Yeah. And it can read that speed limit sign and it puts you down on that speed limit. Now, granted, you can. Mm-hmm. Um, you can select what speed you want to yeah, plus zero, or minus whatever I that think it goes up to. Is. Yeah. It, it'll go to, I think, 20. 20 miles an hour. We'll go that hour. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was nine over, but maybe it's not that maybe the, I didn't look hard enough or whatever, but uh, you know, there's times I need to go. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's why I really don't <laughs> like that thing. But, you but think I of, guess if you're going to be safe and secure with the old police officer and everything else like that, I guess maybe that is a thing. I mean, to it, if you're thinking about it and you're not paying attention or in an area that you don't know and that <clears> vehicle you know, uh, adjust to it. The other thing that I will say that for me on the speed limit recognition sign, and I, I, do believe it's a thing too is that it doesn't read it till after you get to the sign and by that point you know there is a gap there that you uh well, you well josh sh- let me tell you the other thing i don't like about it when you go to these off ramps and on ramps and all that oh, kind of yeah. stuff and they shut you down to 35 mile an hour and you know you can do at least 45 <laughs> you know what i mean yeah sometimes yeah. 55 so i again just getting around so anyway so now then we're headed to the green which is a short and medium range radio wave radar, which is the greens there in the front and the back. Yeah. So I think a lot of that is going to be more of the uh, oncoming traffic uh, looking at uh, your uh, auto dimming headlights, uh, things like that is what uh, is what uh, that's going to be. Uh, yeah. And then we go next is the red, which is ultrasonic, but that's basically your parking. Yeah. That's the uh, rear, you know, and that's one thing about the, the new vehicles and the 360 degree cameras, you're pulling into a parking spot and it's, you know, it's uh, letting you know, your uh, red, yellow, green distance uh, yeah. pulling into stuff. But then it's also, you know, uh, pulling up on the screen, whatever camera is applicable to whatever you're close to. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you're not even touching anything and you're pulling into a parking spot and it's got that front camera on for you. So you can see kind of how much room you have there, which is huge, you know. Okay. So the last one's this blind spot, which is a yellow, which they're calling it short, medium range radio wave. I'm going to tell you where I love blind spot. Most people think it's so, you know, when a car's there beside you, but I'm telling you where I use blind spot more than anything is if I'm passing somebody, I know when I'm clear to turn in, when that sensor, oh, when that yeah. light goes off. And what I love about some of the models, and I don't know every model is this way, but if you start to move in and that car's in a blind spot, the it'll light flash will at flash you. at you. So I love that feature. I know when it's when it's safe to pull in and pass somebody before you know, you're looking back or trying to figure out when it is a safe and everything else to, to, to pull into. So uh, I love that blind spot monitor. I mean, it's, it's really a great feature. Yeah, I would uh, I would agree with that. The other uh, side of it, and you know, uh, if you have it set up right and it's working right, is the with the trailer tow uh, portion of it too. A lot of times it disables the the blind spot, but I think uh, on the newer Super Duties you can include that blind spot monitoring with a, with like, a kit. Well, let's yeah. go to my trailer. It's forty four foot long. Don't we, don't I have to put a sensor on the trailer yeah. to make that work? Yeah, I think because of the length of it. We got to fix that up, Josh. So. I need to know when I can pull in and pass sometimes on that trailer. Yeah. Yep. I'm not sure why I need to be going. Just Okay, yeah, blind sight monitoring. <laughs> <laughs> so. Hey, oh, the Michael and Lisa Post, good morning. Hi. Thanks for joining us here this morning. So uh, anyway, uh, anything else to add on this camera system? And I want everybody to understand all these cameras are working. And do they have issues? Do the codes come up? Yeah. And just remember, if those lights come on in the dash show you got an error. Guess what's happening? That system's not working. You're not as safe as you could be in that vehicle at all times. Well, what uh, I, from that part? One of the other things I guess I want to, you know, make people aware of is uh, how about uh, how about alignment? All this stuff, you know, uh, you do we do alignments on tires and things like that. But 
if all of this stuff is not, uh, if something's been uh, changed or altered, or you put an accessory on the the front of the car, or a different, you know, different tag bracket, or uh, replaced your windshield, or something along that, well, like you've, uh, you know, they even on the on the uh, blind spot monitoring, some of those are in like side mirrors. Let's say you. You yep. took it off on the side of the garage uh, at home, and then you thought, well, it's just a side mirror. I'll put it on, you know, and you, you replace the side mirror yourself. Well, was there a blind spot monitor sensor in it? Does that need to be recalibrated? Okay, now yep. how about let's talk about, uh, let's say you were in a little bit of a fender bender and somebody, you know, somebody hit your front bumper in a parking lot and you're the body shop uh, where we had it replaced and painted, they put an aftermarket uh, bumper fascia on it. Well, right. that holds your front parking sensor. So now how accurate are they, uh, in being able to, uh, now detect because, you know, there's specifications to that OEM bumper cover on where that stuff is at. Uh, but then again, afterwards it goes, you, that's part of the process or procedure is to recalibrate those systems. And if it's not done properly, you know, your, your systems aren't going to work right. We did a, a deal with a, one of the Hunter guys or one of the ADAS uh, guys that came out and did some training. Yeah. And we took like that pedestrian, uh, or sorry, the the uh, the blue front uh, camera mm-hmm. there that does a lot of your, uh, uh, oh, as far as the adaptive cruise control or uh, the emergency braking on the vehicle um, and had it off. And I think it was, I mean, we're talking less than probably a 16th of an inch off. But then by the time you put that clear out there, 23 or yeah, three or four car lengths out there as to where that system would be monitoring it. Uh, we, we mapped it out and like it was catching a uh, half of the rear of the car in front yeah. of it. The whole, the whole driver's side from about the tag to the, to the driver's side of the car wasn't even what is, wasn't even being monitored or looked at. And so, I mean, it's just, uh, um, amazing, you know, when you think about that distance or that adjustment over distance, how much of a difference it makes. Yeah. You know, talking about those mirrors, you know, the new super duties is you are towing and you turn on, say your left turn signal, there's a mirror in that camera. I mean, in the mirror, there's a camera in that mirror that shoots down the side of the truck. So you can kind of see how you're turning everything. So it is right. You, you knock a camera, uh, a mirror off or whatever, guess what? It's got to get realigned and, and set up accordingly from that part. But uh, so that's that's the issue is it's just not any. Can anybody put a mirror on? Pretty much they may kind of put a mirror on. But now to go back and realign that camera stuff like that, if you don't have the proper tools and equipment like we have, uh, not going to work. Well, that's, you know, going back to and it's it's like this over so many systems of the vehicles. This is just kind of an example of it. But there's there's value in doing it right the first time, you know, uh, and would if you just go throw a mirror on a car, is it going to be a problem? No, it's not going to be a problem until until you need that system or need to depend on that system. It's just like you know ABS or an airbag light or whatever on your vehicle. People think, well, it's it's working fine. You know, I'm I've got brakes and all that stuff. Well, that's great, but it's not working when you need you, when you would pay, pay. Yeah, you would pay no matter what the amount of money was to have that system work and be safe and and uh, do everything it possibly could for you in that situation. But you know, our, 
hopefully you're never in that situation and hopefully, you know, you, you don't need it. That's uh, but when you do, it's nice to have that there and operable and working exactly how it should be. You know, and I get it. That's, that's the whole thing behind what we really want to show you. Everybody is all these cameras are working. They're doing things all the time that you have no idea. They're even helping you and operating and everything else like that too. And, and when these lights come on or these warning lights come on in your dash to tell you, you've got an issue, whatever, the longer you wait, the longer you're unsafe, longer you wait. Sometimes those issues can get worse and cost you more money. Uh, you know, back in my day when I was working on, <clears throat> when the computers first come out in the late 80s, it was failures. And we only had about 20 codes. Uh, now these systems have, again, it's just the technology and the computers we have that are so much smarter and everything that we had back then. They can detect deterioration. So as a, as a sensor starts failing out or something starts getting just a little bit out of range, uh, they can detect that. And that's where when those lights are on, just remember that system is not working and not helping you. And the other thing that happens, too, is you'll, you'll kill one system have an issue, but it's going to kill maybe two, three, or four other systems that's not working at the same time, too, because it needs that particular input to make two or three other options in that car work. So yeah. just, I had that the other day where a guy said, I got this, 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 this come on, and uh, I have no cruise control, and it was a simple map sensor. Yeah. took all those systems out because it couldn't read what it was doing or whatever uh, from that part. So uh, just remember that. Those lights on those dash, that's the way the car is talking to you, and uh, let it talk back to you and fix it. Part. So anyway, anything else to add on this camera, Josh, for we I think uh yeah, I think I hope everybody got some good information there and learn a little bit more about these cameras and stuff on these cars. But uh it's amazing how much safer we are driving on the highway and stuff like that. I was talking to my body, one of our body shop guys the other day. He said, I hate those things. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure you do. But uh, you know, but uh, again, my idea behind this is it's making us safer. Uh is it taking the cost of the cars up? Sure it is. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I'd rather be safe than sorry and that kind of thing too. But it, I mean, it's going to tell you, it does make you a more relaxed driver. It does take a lot of the stress well, off of you too. When you get to your destination, you know, you're not, I don't know, as fatigued, I guess, uh, yeah. for sure. You know, everything that's just a little bit easier. We talked about blue cruise and, and what that, you know, what that does. I, that's just really starting to get the ball rolling on, you know, where that's going to go. I think long-term down the road. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, just uh, again, the amount of fatigue at the end of the trip and, and where you're just at holding your hands like up that, all yeah. the time driving and put your hands in your lap or whatever uh, from that part. Now, what I will tell you, I do believe it's personal opinion because I do love Blue Cruise. I use it wherever I can use it or whatever from that part. But I think it's a little too quick to react to tell me I'm not looking ahead. I think it's just a little too quick. You, you, you do have to understand, though, that that's something that I think as they improve it and get get, it. get data behind it and stuff like that. I do believe that that's something that will start being more and more relaxed. It's a little and, bit too easy to start, <laughs> start zapping at me and tell me that I got to keep my eyes back on the road or put your hands on the steering wheel. It's just a little too quick. We need a little more relaxed with that situation. Well, I don't know. That's uh, something, you know, let's call into this, get some callers calling the show here. And uh, would you trust a vehicle to, to drive you somewhere or like, you know, the driverless Ubers? Would you hop in a driverless Uber? Me? Yeah. No. You wouldn't? No. Really? Okay, because I'm going to tell you, we were, uh, I took a little time off and I uh, was down in Houston, uh-huh. uh, Austin, I mean, and they have the self-driving cabs down there and they don't have that perfected yet. They shut them down in Austin. While you were there? Yeah. It was a big deal in the news. I mean, it's like basically what, there was some little glitch in the software and stuff like that too. The car would just stop in the middle of the road, but it turns its flash on. So yeah. there's no collisions or anything else like that, but they did stop them for a little bit. 
and I get it. They've got to get a few more things worked out. And, you know, as, as anything, anything electronic or, or technology today needs a little bugs worked out. But I do think eventually they will get there uh, from that part. I do think they will get there to where those that will be there and we will be setting around. I don't know how quick that will be. I still remember years ago, I said, give it five years and we'll have handheld computers in our hand. And that took about six months. We had handheld computers in our hand too. So. <laughs> hey, uh, so we're going to go to the phones here. Oh, I'm, yeah, we got a caller. Sorry, caller. Uh, don't have your name. We've got you as caller one. So caller one, you're on live with Under the Hood. Well, I was, I was just wondering something. Uh, how long is it going to be before uh, they put something in a car like... Uh, that could shut the car down instead of, instead of having uh, these big police pursuits that we got. Oh, How long would it be before they will have some technology to shut a car down? I think they got that now, but I think there's a lot of liability out there of being able to shut that thing down or whatever it does from that part. But that, that's there. Yeah. I mean, they can do that already uh, from that part, but I don't think there's, I think there's a lot of legality still with that kind of a situation to be able to shut that car down. But I think eventually I do think it'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Someone steals a car, you can shut that thing down real quick and not steal it. Or someone's in a high-speed pursuit or whatever. Well, and I mean, we can attest to the, some of the technologies and just and being able to steal it and then the aid in recovery in a matter of hours, you yeah. know, uh, from from that side of it. And so, uh, yeah, I, I do believe that the technology is there. And it's crazy to think that, you know, if it's a function that you can perform and somebody's breaking the law, why you can't use it? you know, yeah. uh, from, from that side of it. So it, it's going to be scary here in the next three or four years, what more technology they bring to these cars and everything else from that part, what they're working on and what they do. I think it's going to be, you know, it's just like, I still couldn't believe back in the days when they come up with adaptive cruise. I, well, what else can that, that's gotta be the top of everything. Now we got blue cruise. So, I mean, it's going to keep continuing, but, uh, I'm with you. I'd love to shut those cars down. <laughs> Absolutely. There's a lot of people getting killed in these uh, high-speed chases. So, well, thanks for your answer. Hey, uh, so I'll uh, kind of put you on the spot here a little bit. Would you uh, Would you jump in a, a driverless Uber or a, a driverless car? You know what? I'm I'm 65, and I just I'm just too afraid of that stuff. I want the I want control of the car. Yeah. Hey, thank you. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. And I don't. So, from my perspective on it, is uh, I think we, yeah, we lost him. So, uh, you know, from my perspective on it is like, I don't just in driving in general, even, even blue cruise, like I have a hard time using that just because I don't know, I, well, I want to drive. I'm know? used to, yeah, I'm with you there too. I, it, the first couple of times using blue cruise, when you'd come up behind a car and turn, do whatever, you know, it made me a little nervous. This even like last night I was using it going down. Uh, I was going down I 35 and, uh, it popped up, it's ready to go. And, so I let go of the wheel and I, about the same time I let go of that wheel, guess what's beside me? A semi. Yeah. Man, it was so hard for me not to grab that wheel, <laughs> this, you know, going beside him. But the thing just went right beside the semi and off we went. But I will tell you what blows me away more than anything is I'm going to bet this is about 99% of the people out there. We don't realize how much of the left of center we're driving these cars. Yeah. Because we're sitting on the left-hand side and making us like that. So when I get Blue Cruise takes off, that's the first thing it does. It kind of zips over to the right a little bit. I'm like, okay, you're a little too closer. Pull them back over this way. But but it's not. It's centering it right in the lane. So you feel a little funny there for a little bit. But, well, because, uh, I, you know, where I think center is and where the actual center is, I think, are you know, are two yeah. different things. Oh, I get and that, too. So I would agree with you on that is that it's kind of taught me that I tend to uh, yeah. favor the the passenger side of the road a little bit. You know, and then because I can use Blue Cruise going down Kellogg, and then as you and I get off on get on two thirty five, and I've got Adaptive Cruise still on too, 
and to uh, you know because once you change lane they're coming up with it. when you change lanes it's not gonna it's still stay engaged when you change lanes right now with the ford blue cruise it's, it cuts it off and you're back in control uh, but then as you come into 235, as people slow down there, it's almost, oh, my God, it's almost, and it stops you. Here. <laughs> you got to trust it a little bit. Yeah. It takes a little bit of trust and knowledge behind that deal. Now, what I don't like about it is you go up around that curb to get on 235. I had to step on the gas. It's not, I think it's a little bit too far back <laughs> where I need to be. It like, lags, it, lags it, just exactly. a little. But you can still take your foot on the accelerator and kick her up there and get right behind like you need to and everything else. But it does seem like it takes a little bit to get there before you get back up into the gas too so yeah hey we've got another caller uh, let's go back to the phones let's talk to ed good morning ed how are you hey guys how you doing long time no see uh, <laughs> yeah hey uh, I, I i wanted to chip in on the blue cruise a little bit um i've got it in my uh, f-150 and uh i was as i was going through the process to to call in uh i chip back on here and see you guys are talking about it a little bit and i agree i really like it uh the only thing is i've noticed is it tries to keep a little bit over to the right side of the of the lane instead of the center yeah that's what i was just, that's what i was just talking about that as soon as that blue cruise kicks in it does it kind of kicks it over to the to the right but i still think it's in the center we're just not used to being in the center, like we need to be, we're all, yeah, we're what our view of the center is and what the truck's view of the center is is two different things. Is it the same thing? To me, it's like yeah, as, as soon as it engages, it just, right. it just kicks it to the right a little bit and, and stuff too. So I get yeah. you. When I'm passing, I kind of hang on to the steering wheel anyway, but I kind of try and nudge it left a little bit because it just makes me feel a little uncomfortable. <laughs> um, yeah, I get but, it. But yeah, it works for, you know, going down Kellogg, there's a couple of places where it kicks off. Um, and, uh, but boy, out on the interstate, if you, if you had a long road trip, it's really nice. So I, I have to drive up to Hayes and back sometimes on the same day. And it really, really takes a lot of the fatigue away. It, it makes it really nice on, on a long trip. And so I highly recommend. I guess the only thing I'm worried about is, they gave me the first uh, three years free. I don't know what it's going to cost me after that. You know, I don't know if you heard any. I haven't. I haven't heard nothing either. I know there's a lot up in the air about that. I will tell you on the new 24s, uh, F-150s for sure. What they're doing, they give you a 90 day free trial with the truck, or you can spend 2100 and get the complete system. Uh, free from that part. So I know that's one thing they're doing on the 24 F-150s, but what they're going to charge going forward with that, I've heard anywhere from $100 a year to $300 a year. I, I don't know what that number is going to be, and I don't know if they've really set that number. Maybe they haven't. I just haven't heard it yet or whatever, yeah, but there's, there's uh, from that part. Now, I t- I'll tell you yeah, one I'm, thing I forgot about that I don't like about the Blue Cruise. Forgot about this. Was... Me and Nick Ballman got up one early Saturday morning to go to Boone, Iowa to go race. The guys were already up there and stuff, and we went up uh, Saturday morning, and we took off, and <clears throat> I had a truck had Blue Cruise. wouldn't work. just wouldn't work. Had to have it synced to your phone? Nope. Had the phone synced up. Had everything ready to go, Josh. You know what happened? Blue Cruise only works to 80 mile an hour. Anything over 80, it doesn't work. So naturally, I was doing 81 is what it was. <laughs> Headed to boot. So not really because we were trying to get there fast, and we did get there pretty fast. But I'm just saying that's, that's the only other negative I got. And I get it. Can't, they don't have the technology to control that truck any faster, and that's yeah. what it is, too. But but still, a long trip at running 80 mile an hour is pretty good and, and everything else, too. But uh, 
forgot about that piece. Because, yeah, we got to Yeah, first... well, I, I'm not a speed demon, so I haven't figured that one out yet. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> either. I just well, like to get there fast. <laughs> you know, I'm not the Mustang, I should say. I'm not a speed demon. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. Speaking of that, I, I, I want to thank you guys again for all your help last weekend uh, uh, with the uh, uh, car show for Passageways. I really appreciated it. And uh, we're we're uh, already geared up for next year, and we're next year we we have it has been one hundred percent decided, but I think we're going to move it to Central County Park and do it in conjunction with their. Uh, I think they're going to have a ten k or something like that going on. We're going to do it all at the same time with that. So Very good. Uh, put, it'll be I think uh, September twenty first is what we're looking at for a date. So you might put that on your calendar. Fantastic. No, it's great to help you guys and sponsor that. I hope you guys raised a bunch of money for passageways. That's uh, near and dear to my heart with my dad being in the Korean War and stuff like that, too. And, of course, today being Veterans Day is even more special for that. So I hope we helped you raise a bunch more money that you didn't think he's going to get and all that kind of stuff, too. But I hope you did a great job and got a lot of money for those homeless veterans, which I'll still say it again. I can't believe our government can't help our, our veterans out a little bit more to where they got to be homeless or something of that part to give them some more benefits or something for everything they've done to help protect us and give us our freedom that we have today. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, we really appreciate it. And, and I'm, I'm sure our, our total, so we're helped by you guys being there and, and uh, enjoyed being on the show with you too. No, I had glad you have uh, had you on with us too. And uh, all that part, and you know, it's a Mustang club, so we're going to support the Mustang. That's for sure. <laughs> so, all right, Ed, Hey, thanks again. Have a great weekend. And, uh, and you, uh, have, uh, happy Veterans Day to all our veterans out there. You bet. Thanks for all that. You bet. Bye. Right. Okay. Josh, we're getting running, running out of time again. We need to buzz yep. back through one more time for all listeners. If you weren't on the first of the show, Black Friday. It's so much fun out here at Melhound Ford. You don't want to miss it. Wednesday night, we'll roll out 10 cars, 900. 99 down to 99 bucks for each one of those 10 cars. And they're great cars full of lots of life still in them and stuff like that. You got to be in line by seven o'clock to get a number. I would not be here at seven o'clock because if it's seven Oh one, you're not going to get a number. And, uh, you to watch the action instead of be a part of the action. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, and then if we give away the, if we, not give away, if we sell those 10 cars then we'll come inside and Lisa will have all kinds of prizes and giveaways and stuff like that too. And if you buy a car that day, there's going to be prizes and stuff for you too, for each one to purchase a car. Their service special is going to be happening there with the tires a yep. hundred bucks off for four, how many points? Uh, so 40,000 Ford pass points. That's pretty cool. And then MH racing is going to have a lot of specials out there too. I know they've been guys have been working on that stuff too. So you racers be ready for that. And uh, there's just not a better place to be at Black Friday. Get up in, at midnight and go hit your places you want to go hit, but be in line here at Mel Allen Ford at 645. is the latest I would be in line to make sure I got a number. And uh, it's just so much fun and excitement. Can't wait to go. And we got 10. This has got to be the 10 best cars we've ever picked, Josh. Yep. And another thing, uh, Tom, out in the detail shop, right? you know what we should probably start trying to do? Get 10 black cars. Yeah. Man, it's hard enough getting these 10. I Don't get me wrong. It would be cool, but also... Uh, yeah, man, <laughs> that would be tough. It becomes be. more and more challenging each year, anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, let alone, 
yeah. uh, add more to it, but we can do it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So anyway, check us out on Facebook. The events there, let us know you're coming. We'll have all kinds of fun, but I'm telling you, you don't want to miss it. It's a lot of fun, a lot of exciting. And if you know, if you don't get one of those 10 cars, it's still fun, exciting. So oh, yeah. you get something. Yeah, else too just the reaction part. on people's face and yeah. stuff like that. And I'm telling you this year, it's going to be hard for me to figure out which one is the $99 car. Cause they're all great cars. Lots of life in them. They're great options and all that kind of stuff. We've got a couple trucks too. So that's going to be cool too. So, uh, don't want to miss black Friday out here at Mel Hamilton Ford. Hey, uh, BG products, all the great preventative maintenance products we use right inside here at Mill Hamilton Ford. It's a great partnership with those guys. And, you know, they keep coming, getting our cars off the lot and taking them out there and keep doing R and D testing with all their products and stuff. And, uh, I promise you when you put their products in your car and let our service advisors sit down with you and put your schedule together and you use their products, I promise you it's going to put many, many more lives into your car from that part. We were out there the other day at their dyno. And they taken in a brand new 24 that had 60, 60 miles on it. And they put a boroscope down in the cylinder. And guess what was already happening? Deposits were already starting on top. We're already on there. At 60 some miles. So that's the thing to remember. These engines are building composites, uh, com- are building composites, deposits and wear and everything else from that part. But I just promise you BG products is great for your system. Diesels, it's getting cold, and we got a great set of, of additives and things to put in your diesel truck. When it gets to 30 degrees, you better have something in that additive, in that in that fuel tank to keep from gelling. Can't tell you how many diesels we tow in here every year because someone forgot to put something in their fuel. Yeah, be right around the corner for sure. So be ready for that. Hey, go to rent. Hey, if you're needing something to get to Grandma's house for the holidays, I hope you've got your reservation in with Stan. He's got some great 10 and 15 passion bands, but some expeditions explorers too if you just want to put the miles on your car whatever make sure you see stand it go to rent uh for the holidays and get yourself set up we got a lot of people rent the 12 and 15 passenger vans just to go take a bunch of people go on christmas light yep. tours too so think about that also I've seen my first house with the uh, christmas no, lights on they're ready i got a lot in my neighborhood yeah yeah like on my oh yeah okay i'm getting a lot of cr- hack from mine aren't up yet so that they're not up yet you got to get through Thanksgiving um, first. That's why I say. That's why I say they should be turned on at Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thanksgiving night, you turn them on. But anyway. hey, I know somebody that has a real live leg lamp. Oh yeah, in a window. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I heard about that too. Yeah. Heard yeah. about that too. <laughs> well, if he's jealous. listening this morning or not? Kind of jealous. I'm not going to lie. Are you? Yeah, you're jealous too. Yep. Anyway, forgot about Big Corner Karate for all your advertising needs. Hey, oh, if you yeah. have a company, need any kind of advertising whatsoever, web page design, vehicle wraps, window wraps, any kind of marketing whatsoever, those guys down at Big Corner Karate, as Jesse says, just Google us. So uh, if you need anything there, let Big Corner Karate know what's happening there, too. So uh, I heard they're working on some new stuff for race car wraps and stuff. They're getting geared up for next year. So uh, racers, get ready for that. We've got some exciting stuff there, too. So anyway, everybody, have a great Saturday. Have a fun. Stay safe. Stay warm. And we'll talk to you next Saturday at 9 a.m. Hopefully it's 9, not 9.04, Josh. (laughs) Everybody have a great Saturday. Talk to you soon.